Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced and over the top. I am your host, Arch Madness. Now, normally during the intro, I try to, you know, lay down a foundation on what that particular show is going to be about or who is coming on. But I think for this show, let's let's get right to our guest. I met this dude at this year's Columbus Oktoberfest. I was broadcasting live. Our friends at Schmidt's Sausage House uh, brought him over to do a break with me, and he was just awesome. Calling the Hawk Line, he is a competitive strength athlete, a.k.a. a strong man, but to me, he's Chad Clark, Motorhead fan. What is up, Chad? <laughs> man, you know what they say, born to lose, live to win. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get right to where we were before we start right when you called i said uh chad how you doing and you started telling me how you were doing and i'm like well hold on man let's save this for the podcast um <laughs> you said you were tired why, why are you tired i want to i want to get into your whole history and everything but tell me what you were getting ready to tell me man why you're why you're yeah, kind of yeah, so so here, here's kind of two things at once simultaneously so Archie, I've been working my butt off all week. We have the Radford Highlanders Festival. Again, I, I'm really involved in strength sports. Like every weekend, I'm either traveling somewhere, like when I met you at Oktoberfest, or you know, I'm traveling to an event, I'm competing in an event, I'm helping run an event, or I'm judging an event. So this weekend, I'm running the heavy athletics at the Radford Highlanders Festival. And then simultaneously, next weekend, we have Strongman Corporation Amateur Nationals in my hometown. And that means we have about 300 athletes coming in to compete over two days. So very, very busy. But here's the deal. Strength is, strength is something I love. But at the end of every day for me, it's all about, man, just sitting down, relaxing, putting some tunes on. Music will, music will always be the one of the loves of my life. Uh, okay. You know, that's, well, that's it, why, you know, when we met up, it was so cool just to kick it and talk the same type of music and stuff. Uh, you know, and you talk about strength and uh, I'm about ready to do another 12 ounce curl here. Um, excuse Nobody me, does it better than you, by the way. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Competitive. That's a uh, bush light. That's a latte. So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on my gut a little bit, Chad. So competitive, strength athlete. And I want to talk about your love of music and, and how that plays a role as well, because that's what kind of, that's what, when the light went off in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, this guy would make a great uh, guest for, for, yeah. for garage days, but competitive strength athlete. I mean, how did this all start for you, man? Believe it or not. And you probably won't. Uh, yeah, I'm about, I run, I typically run around 300 pounds nowadays. What? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody guesses my weight. Right. But as a kid, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, 300, like, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. But as a kid, but, go ahead. But, but that just blows kid, my mind. You just look, you were like a, you were like a brick wall when I saw you. You're like, <laughs> you know, low and powerful. And I just did not, that doesn't look like there was 300 pounds there. Does, it, it is, is muscle way more? Is that how that works? I always heard that. Well, that's what they say. I think I'm just 300 pounds. That's okay. just kind of the way it is. <laughs> Okay. It's whatever the scale says. I got you. Okay. But, but as a kid, I, I'm sorry. But as, I mean, as a kid, dude, I was a sponsored skateboarder. You know, so I literally all I did growing up was just skate, go to punk rock shows, go to hardcore shows. And I just lived that whole life. And then one day being a sponsored skater, which so many people dream of, of being able to do one day it became like a job. And it was like a job that I didn't like. 
Oh wow, if that makes sense. Because, no, I get that, man. You know, the, the sponsorship and being told, "Well, hey, you did this trick. Now you have to do it downstairs." It became so competitive; it wasn't any fun. So I had to find an outlet, and so that outlet became weight training. And then I just completely just kind of reversed paths. You know, I think when I graduated high school, I weighed about 130 pounds. And then I got into strength training. It's like, hey, you had five pounds a year here, 10 pounds a year there. And Did you dabble? Yeah. Did you dabble in strength-like training and stuff like that when you were younger, though? I mean, is this, or is this um, something no. you just went head first and you'd never mm -hmm. done it before? Yeah, exactly. Just went from one, from zero to 100. <laughs> you know, it was just... I, I'm also the type of person I have to have something to fill that void, if that makes sense, like a focus. And both of them gave me direction and kind of keep me like somewhat on the straight and narrow, as straight and narrow as I'm going to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, hey, Rev, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> you know, you're, so. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Well, man, that's. And, uh, it. Yeah, my, my love of music just stemmed from those early days. And no matter what I've been to, I've always carried that love of music with me. Now, how yeah. old are you? I'm 49. So my point is, and I was talking about this with some guys at work today when I told him I was going to, one of them was Dorsey. He says, hey, um, but, but we were talking about, it, and we're like, you know, it seems like a lot of these guys that get into these type of competitions, they seem like they're older, like they're in their thirties, forties, fifties. It's because it just seems like they, they kind of get it more. They're more disciplined. I, and now look, we were just, you know, we were just talking in the break room. I, I don't know if that yeah. is true does it seem like you know our older guys a little bit more you know well, they got yeah. or they they have a little more clout in in some in a, in a competition like this or no or is it, there's other young guys as well oh it, it's it's odd so one of the one of my jobs is i'm the state chair for strongman corporation so after oversee strongman events that happen in the state of virginia and you're a roanoke guy right uh, yeah that's correct i'm in roanoke okay and uh you know, so sometimes, for better or for worse, it's almost like a revolving door of people that you meet. You know, there's always going to be a few old dudes like me that have just been around forever, and we refuse to give, let it go and give it up because we just love it so much. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And then it's just a revolving door of other athletes and stuff. I, I wish we knew how to retain more people, but it's just kind of the way it is. You know, it's it's very hard sports. People have injuries. It can be very expensive. People have started having families. They get married, have kids, you know, that kind of thing. That's a that's a whole other type. I'm, I'm married and have kids. That's a whole other type of strength condition. <laughs> yeah, it is. Chad. It is. Holy cow, yeah. bro. Oof. You know, um, I want to I want to throw some of these sports because I, I was um, your bio is 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 just awesome. And uh, I want to if you could, I have Highland Games strongman grip. Moss wrestling and powerlifting. Okay, I just want to. I'm going to throw each one of those at you. Okay, and kind of give me just a quick description. And if and if you could just like how difficult it is or what you just kind of you know it's one of those word association things. But for those of us that don't know what it is, mm -hmm. kind of give us a little quick description. And and I I just I think that is you'll 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 hit this out of the park. Highland Games. Man, it's the most quintessential Scottish thing ever. That's not where yeah. they're like chasing that wheel of cheese down the hill, is it? <laughs> no, I'm just being a dick. I'm Swiss sorry. Festival. No, Chad, I'm <laughs> sorry. I just I saw that the other day, and I was like, when I talk to Chad, I'm gonna throw that joke out there. No, I but get you it. You know okay. what? As a as a heavyweight athlete, 
I would chase the shit out of a, of a ball of cheese running down a hill. I really would. I, well, I like three hundred pounds. You 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 know your way around some cheese, bro. Come on now. What's your favorite I've kind of cheese? cheese. I've your, never met a cheese ball I didn't like. Right. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Free. Okay, free. Yeah. <laughs> or whoever's in front of me at the moment. <laughs> the no. The correct answer was Pepper Jack. The correct answer was Pepper Jack. Uh, okay, Highland Games. I apologize. Go. So again, it's the most one of the most Scottish things ever. Yeah, you know, I've been involved in it forever. And when people think of Highland Games, they immediately think of the large telephone pole looking object. Oh, right throw. on, right on, right on. And and that is actually called a caber. And there's nothing else like it in the world of strength. When you're out there in the field and you turn a caber and you hear the roar of the crowd, it's just electric. Yeah, and there may be going back to associated with music. There may be bagpipes playing in the background. Oh yeah, you're dude. jacked up, man. You got goosebumps. You know, you're just you're you're just totally feeling the vibe and the energy, and it's just it's an unreal experience. Strong man. What's the difference? Was wow. well, there a difference? I mean, I, you know, I'm you're talking to a novice over here. I mean, it, it, what, it, what? it is. It's, it's a lot of differences. Uh, Highland Games is all based on throwing. Uh, you know, you're always throwing some type of implement in some form or fashion. You know, strong man, you're typically picking that object up and putting it back down, and it's a lot, lot heavier. But the, the ironic thing is, uh, the sport of strong man was pretty much derived from old time like circus and carnival tricks and feats of strength that athletes performed uh, way back when. I gotcha. And then it's also a huge mix of a lot of like Scottish agricultural things. Uh, and a lot of it does stem from the Highland Games as well. So, and also. There's, there's a sport that's actually based around the 1977 World's Strongest Men TV show. And then over the years, it's just morphed into something totally different. Right. I remember back in the like late 70s, early 80s, when that would be on ABC's Wild, Wide World of Sports, when they would show some yep. of that. And it was always like, former Steeler lineman. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it was usually half of them were former Steeler linemen. I, I just... <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, and they just they invite all these just random athletes from from you know maybe former NFL players or Olympic right, shot right, right, putters right, right, or right. Olympic weightlifters right and powerlifters, and that was the beauty of it. You know, it's like all right, let's see who's the strongest. Uh, this is so cool. Grip. What's grip? Grip has been one of my friends says kind of like the golf of strength sports. It's kind of where wow. Okay, where, if that makes sense. What, what, uh, in what way? So grip, and I love grip. It's very fun. You know, you're basically you're, you're contesting how much you can pick up with with your hands and hold on to. It's one of those things, and they, I think they kind of call it golf of string sports because if you have a back injury and you can't train for say powerlifting for strongman, you can still compete in grip. And it still gives you that opportunity to compete in strength sport, still be strong, still give your training focus. If that makes sense. No, I got gotcha. you. You know, you're still in the game. You may not be quite what you once were, but you can still hang. Moss wrestling has taken me all over the world. Now, are you were you a wrestler growing up too, or no? Is that no, something? No. You... no, and it's moss wrestling is re actually it's a traditional Russian strength sport. So, and oh. again, that that was my vehicle to see the world. Uh, it's kind of like tug of war over a stick, and I have been. Uh, to Russia twice for it, once actually to uh, literally Siberia. Uh, I've been to Finland. I've been to I not Iceland. I've been to Iceland for Highland Games. 
I've been to Poland. I've been to Hungary. I've been to Kyrgyzstan. Right on, man. And it's all through Moss Wrestling primarily. Once again, how did you describe that? You you said it's it's like a it's tug of war, but what? Tug of, tug of war with a stick. Okay. All right. It, it's it's very unique. It, it's Jesus, very man. You're like the most. Don't take this wrong. You're like the manliest dude I know, Chad. <laughs> Seriously, I know MMA. I know MMA fighters, and I, I, I know some football players. I got buddies who played. Holy shit, dude! That's cool, man. <laughs> it, 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 and that, and that's, that's, that's cool, why, dude. And that's why I love what I do so much. Like when I met you at Oktoberfest, I'm like, I love being in that environment. I love meeting people. Right. I love having a good time and strength and strength sports is the vehicle that allows me to do this. Well, it's immediate respect too. Cause it's just like, you, you, we, we might not know it like the regular average Joe, but we see it on TV. We see, you know what I mean? We see it online the, you know, yeah. it's, it's, like, uh, it's, 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 it's just badass. It's like, we don't look at that and say, Oh, that's boring. You look at it and no. you're like, Oh my God, those guys are badasses. And, and, you know, and to bring everything back to the topic of music, you know, there's like certain things in this world today that bring everyone together. Food being one of them. But in my opinion, <laughs> right? in my opinion, the other two is music and strength sports. You know, going back to music, I love bands like Iron Maiden. You know, oh, we're going to get into all this. We're going to get into all this. Seen Maiden play a bunch of times. And the cool thing is, you go to a Maiden show and it's every demographic ever out there in the crowd yeah you yeah. got american kids russian kids south american kids yeah. black kids hispanics and they're all there because the music you know and they get it and that moment in time all is right with the world same way as string sports the first international competition i went to we had 32 different nations dude we all ate together we all trained together we competed together you know, at night, a lot of us did shots together. <laughs> you know, a lot of booze. <laughs> ooh, consumed, but, but, it, but it didn't go. It never turned salty. Never, never. You know, and that, and that's the beauty of, of of athletes and stuff. It's like you don't see nationalities. You don't see colors. Right on, man. Just, no, that's it's cool, just, dude. It's, it's such a great bond, man. And that again, that just goes back to why I love it. One more thing before we get in deep into the music, man. You've you've thrown. You've thrown some Iron Maiden at me. You know how hard it is for me to stay on topic right now? You know how hard it is? Uh, powerlifting. <laughs> is that the powerlifting we think of? Is that the Olympic powerlifting? Is that what you're... No, that, that's actually Olympic weightlifting. Uh, powerlifting is basically three events that make up a uh, powerlifting meet. And that is the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. And bringing it all back to music. To me, when you say powerlifting, you know, we all have our go-to songs in life. Oh my goodness. You know, songs that like, when you hear it, you know, it's go time. Okay. That was so one of my want... questions was going to ask you what you listen to, to, to like get ready before competitions, but powerlifting has its own song. What is that for you, Chad? For me, it's, this is sound crazy. It's an odd reference, but for me, it's the dropkick Murphy's covering ACDC. It's a long way to the top. It's like you hit that music, you hear the bagpipes kick in, you know, you take your sniff of ammonia right before you walk out to the platform. Yeah, and dude. Man, yeah. And man, dude, the, the world is yours to conquer at that point. It's it's just such a rush. Until you get out there on the platform, it's just such it's just such a powerful drug. You know, you got the music cranking, you know, you're full, just hell bit on adrenaline. It's just 
you know, music and lifting to me are just are just drugs. That right. you, and you just crave those drugs and that fix. I yeah, I'm with you on the music, the the, the lift. But I can imagine doing anything at that level when it involves strength. How music and you're not gonna. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Maroon Five's not gonna get it done for you. No, so, no. so I mean, you know what I mean. I love Hall and yeah. Oates, but that's probably not going to get you where you need to be, Chad Clark. <laughs> no, um, it's not, man. Right? <laughs> you know, you don't need to be jamming on uh, "Rich Girl" or "She's Gone" before <laughs> before you start gripping, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, throw some more. I think that's cool. I think a, a lot of people listening right now. I think uh, you know, because a lot of people, you know, just you know, like I said, I said average shows, but that's the truth. I mean. You know, when people are working out or running or on a walk or whatever, there, there's music that they love to listen to. But you brought up the uh, Dropkick Murphys and their version of the ACDC song. What are some other ones, man? I mean, um, like what what Maiden songs? You you brought up Maiden. Oh, uh, so what's what's what Maiden do you like? Do you love the first two records with Paul? Are you are you a Bruce guy? Do you like? I'm, I'm a Bruce guy. Wasted years. It just does it for me, man. Yeah, you know, I remember buying the cassette tape when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, everything about it, the lyrics, you know, and I think that's some with Maiden. It's like they have that distinct Maiden sound. Oh, they do. But also like lyrics. You know, we all know it's also the, one of the greatest history lessons. That's how you I know, learned. If that's, you ever want to study history. That's what I tell everybody. I, honest you know, to God. It's, I, I didn't know. Yeah, from like Iron Maiden helped me more with history than any teacher in high school. I mean, that's the truth, man. I learned, you know. The, the light brigade when it came to you know you think about like the trooper and and all all those oh, other yeah, I mean, the dude, way those, yeah. I mean all the way yeah. those those stories lined up and yeah man those were those were history lessons for metalheads and, and, <laughs> and the trooper and of course it all goes back to Motorhead you know Lemmy and Motor I don't know if it's a Lemmy Solar Project or if Motorhead proper covered the trooper but there is a version of Lemmy doing the trooper out there and it's it's unreal. Just saw something with the uh, with Motorhead's version of Heroes, which is a song we jam on here. It hit. I don't. I don't want to throw the number out, but it was a shit ton. It was more than a million. I know that. Oh God, yeah. It's, but it's, and it's and it was close. I mean, I don't. It was it was nuts. How many? What the number was? I, like I don't want to say something and embarrass myself, but I just that like was a story this week. Was how many I, hits that had, that that song alone had? Well, I mean, it's it's such a great song, you know, and it's kind of like. You know, a lot of people say, hey, you know, when Lemmy covers your song, it's no longer yours. It's Lemmy's. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And, uh, Same thing know, can I, be said I, about you, Chad. If you cover somebody's <laughs> song, it's pretty much yours. No one's going to say shit to you either, dude. Right? <laughs> you could do a lousy uh, job yeah. of it, but guess what? It's Chad Clark's now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and, and what, talk, talking about my love of things, you know, again, you know, Motorhead's been my favorite band since I was 13. And I, I could talk talk to you about them all day. But believe it or not, one of my favorite Motorhead records is it was I can't remember if it was a double or triple live LP. I have it here at the house, but it was called Clean Your Clock. And it's the live LP it was literally recorded about two weeks before Lemmy passed. Yeah. It was one of their yeah. last shows. And admittedly, you have to you have to listen to it in the context of what it was. It does it sound bad? Yes, it does. But you have to remember, here's a man that he knew he had to be near the end. Yeah. But you know what? He's doing what he was born to do, and that was to make awesome music, make people happy, and make the world a better place for those people at that show that night. 
And you know those those the, some of those shows there towards the end. I mean, he was they were getting cut short. I mean, there were times yeah. you know you you yeah. hear the guys talking about it, the other two in the band, and they're just like they couldn't believe that he was even going on at, at that yeah. point. I mean, it was like, come on, man, but no, no, he was. He would have died on that stage, man. If he, if he, yeah. And look, you know, I mean, that was two weeks before he passed. So it's like that's, believe it or not, that's probably my favorite album, just because it's such a testament to an amazing artist and their love affair with what they did. You know, you know, it's funny. You, I have this thing, and it's called my uh, Garage Days uh, Weekly Top Ten. And I might as well go ahead and just throw this out there now. I'm not going to go through the list now, but a song that's on there. And it's not, it's just kind of the mood I'm in with David Lee Roth announcing his retirement. And, you know, as, as when we're recording this and people know, I record this on Wednesdays and I drop these on Fridays. This is mm-hmm. the one today is the one year anniversary of Eddie passing away. Oh, and, hey, I didn't realize it's been a year already. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Right. And so there's a, there's a song called me wise magic. And that was when all four got back together and they recorded those two songs for the best of, there was a best of Van Halen volume one back in 1996. Is it the Mm -hmm. best Van Halen song? No, 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 but it's all four guys. They're back together. No one even thought that was going to happen. And uh, you know, I'm going to talk about later on on the show here after we get done, Chad. And, and just my whole thing is it means it. It's more, than just their best song to me. It's it's because of everything around it, and I'm sure that's why yeah, you yeah. love that because it's like, yeah, that's that was it. You know what I mean? And as far as the classic Van Halen, the Mighty, as they like to call it, as I like to call it, I mean that was yeah. it. They did those two extra songs, put them on that greatest hits, but that was one of them, Me Wise Magic. And it's yeah. just it when I hear it, I'm just wow, man! I got to finally hear them again. You didn't think it was going to happen, but that was the end of of that that piece of time, that piece of history as far as as far as Van Halen goes. So I can kind of respect what you're saying, but that's not Lemmy's best work. That's not Motorhead's no. best work. But no, the things not, that surround again, it, the things that surround it make it special to you. Yeah, it's, it's the context of when it was done. Right, right. And it's like, you know, to you, the same thing with, you know, I totally get what you mean about Van Halen. It's like, hey, you know, you, you thought they would never get back together. They did. Mm-hmm. That meant something, you know. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We all have things that you know you may hear something that triggers a memory or an emotion you know and then that's the beauty of music man a couple things i wanted to ask you about before i cut you loose uh number one your connection to columbus and schmitz i would i would i'll I'll kick myself if i don't ask because i I love that place Uh, i have Uh i have friends who who work over there and stuff like that i just how did that all work out and you know what I mean? And, and, and develop this relationship where I, I know the story because the folks at Schmitz told me, but I want yeah. you to tell the listeners how you guys, how, how this all came together, this relationship. Well, you know, again, I've, I've said, you know, I tipped the scale around 300 pounds. So like most heavyweights, we don't just love to eat. We live to eat. <laughs> and when, whenever I go to Columbus, I know exactly where I'm going. It's like, I'm going straight over to Schmitz. Yeah. That's just, that's just the way it is. I've been going there for years. Absolutely love it. Did they see you the way they told the story, Chad, not to mm-hmm. hop in here, but they, they saw you, they saw this big dude eating their food and was like, what's, what's the story here? I was eating schnitzel in their parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I, what I heard. That's the what back I heard of, of my work van. 
and uh, the woman Carla Epler, who yeah, is just Carla's an amazing awesome. lady. She is, man. She's great. She's like, you look so happy. I said, I am. I'm eating schnitzel. She said, can I take your picture? I said, of course. And I start saying, mm. well, you know, I drove up here for work, and I come up here every time. She's like, can I record this for social media? I'm like, yeah, I love this place. I, I, whatever you need me to do, I'm, I'm all in for. Uh, and it just so happened I was wearing a strongman shirt. And she said, do you do that? I said, yeah. I said, I still compete. You know, as a master's, or, you know, I help run events. I'm real, real involved in it. She's like, we need someone to take over our Oktoberfest. We really want to have someone run a strongman event uh, with with us. I said, well, how can you say no to Schmitz? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Boom. I was like, is there some schnitzel and beer involved? And yes, I'm in. <laughs> Oh, dude. And then, oh, that's great. That's great. And it was, it was two years in the making because we couldn't have it. Right. Obviously in 20. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I can honestly say that was the most fun. Let me rephrase that. That was literally the most fun event I've ever worked and ran because the crowd there at Oktoberfest on that Saturday was just electric. Yeah. We had the, we had the bleachers field, uh, down there in the amphitheater, and so there was so much positive feedback on social media about this, you know, about people. Hey, we yeah. love the inclusion of the straw man to this, you know, gave us an added bonus to it, you know, to the event. And it was great. I mean, you know, we had crowds cheering, the athletes ate it up. You know, we had a great yeah. group of athletes and they knew how to, you know, they were definitely showmen and show women themselves, you know, putting on a show for the crowd. So it, it was perfect. It, it, it was literally the most fun event I, I've worked. So. One other thing I want to ask you, Chad, because I, because I, um, I just I know how dads and sons are, and and how important that is, um, both as a dad and as a son. Yeah. Talk about if you could in closing. Talk about your dad and what he instilled in you. Just everything I've read, and 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 it just seems like that was a good bond, and you're it's carrying oh, on now. Yeah, I can tell from the from the story and stuff. If you would just kind of throw throw that out there, man. Yeah, man. So you know. <laughs> You know, as a kid, you know, you, don't, you don't realize a lot of things, unfortunately. And then now as an adult, looking back on so many things, it all means even more. Uh, you know, so if you, if you know the story, I, I was my caretaker for my dad as he bowed yeah. cancer for the last few years of his life. And, uh, you know, he was my hero. Uh, he worked his ass off uh, to take care, of, care, take care of his family, you know, and I still have his work shirts. Uh, with like his little little notepad in the pocket and his glass and all that hanging up in my garage gym. Yeah. And uh, that is my own personal reminder myself to, hey, man, just keep grinding away just like Dad did. You know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, I think about him every day. Uh, you know, I still love him. Uh, I miss the hell out of him. And, uh, you know. It just seems like that's an important part of the story, Chad, for you. From what it, I've it, read, so it, it is, man. And you know, he, he loved. It. You know, we have we love different genres of music, but even at eighty years old, Dad was a music junkie. Yeah, too. Now he loved baby. his bluegrass. Yeah, man, that's 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 my thing. I was, you know, you, you know, so I'm with you. Like, I get you. 80, 80 years old, he'd be like, "Oh, I got some CDs in the mail today, Chad." You know, I call it check on <laughs> <them> and stuff. <laughs> yeah, or you know, you, you come by the house and you can hear the music from like way way far away and he's just sitting back on the back porch or recliner you know with bluegrass just cranked up I love oh, it. this, oh, this is how music's supposed to sound yeah. you know? 
Uh, Chad Clark, man, uh, competitive strength athlete. But, uh, man, so so much more than that, man. You, I, I know when people hear this, they're going to want you uh, to come back on. you got to come back on this winter with me, Chad. Dude, we'll, we'll dude, get I'm caught always up. Down to, I'm always down to help you out, Arch yep. Man. It's, you know, it was so awesome meeting you at Oktoberfest. It's like, you know, I love talking music. Yeah. Not, you know, well, I just want people to know your story first, and then I think yeah. the next one we can even really let's. You know what? We can like pick an Iron Maiden album or something, and let's just break it down. You know what I mean? Or maybe give our top ten Iron Maiden songs. We can have some fun with it. Does that sound like yeah, something yeah, you'd want to do this this winter? <laughs> dude, I, I'm down for whatever to help you out, man. Like I said, I I think you're one of the coolest dudes in the world, man. So whatever we do together is awesome. Awesome. If people want to follow you, if people want to kind of you know, if someone's like, hey, man, I think I could be a strong man, or if they just want to see what you do, if they want to see you in action, how how can they go about that? Uh, probably the easiest way is uh, via Instagram because uh, you, know, you can just follow people mm-hmm. uh, easier that way. And it's <clears throat> It's Chad dot Clark lifter thrower. And when I grew up, came up in Highland games, I was always a weightlifter first. And they're like, are you a thrower lifter or are you a lifter thrower? And I've always been a gym junkie. So they're, they're, that's the meaning behind lifter thrower. Yeah. Chad you can, Clark. You know, if, you, if you follow that, you can see all my crazy escapades yeah, around the USA, around the world. And I'm somewhere different every weekend. So man, get some rest. Okay. Get some rest, <laughs> but uh, up the irons, all that That's good. definitely, man. You know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Clark, appreciate you, brother. Hey, man. Live to win. Well, there you have it. Chad Clark. And there were a few planes that flew over there. Uh, Flight Pattern Bob, great job. Like, not... Uh, do you have any backlog stuff? Do I need to... Here it comes. Oh, yeah. It's Flight Pattern it's just it's just me and Bob in the garage tonight. This is these are my favorite nights, Bob. It's just us. It's not crazy. You know your going away party's gonna be absolutely nuts here. But but uh there was a few planes. Anything crazy? They're, they're taking off in our direction. The wind's coming out of the east to the west, and you know planes have to use wind for the lifts. So okay, fair. Well that but okay. Boy, you're getting technical as this. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is time now for the Garage Days Weekly Top 10, the top 10 songs played here in my garage this week. I drop this uh, every Friday alongside the podcast. So this is for October 8th, 2021. It's been a complete purge, Bob, yeah, with this week's Top 10. Actually, three songs, three songs stuck around, but there's a uh, there's a big-time shakeup here in the Hawks Nest with David Lee Ross retirement announcement, and it's time for my kids' bath. You can probably hear that in the background. The anniversary of Eddie Van Halen's passing. Been in a completely different headspace, Bob. I'm sure that happens to all of you from time to time. But there's a lot, Bob, there's lots of chill in this week's list. Very moody. So here we go. Do you think they they had to have heard that, right? They heard her yelling at the kids. There's no way. This is... I don't know. It's underproduced. It's what we say. Mm. You getting excited for your party, Bob? I can't wait for that, too. Uh, number 10. So here we go. Number 10. Hey. Hey. Try to wrap it up here. Everybody get in the shower. Not together. Separately. My kids got back from practice, and then they're... Anyway, everybody's just... I'm, I told them, I was like, guys, let me wrap this up. Just got done talking to Chad. So let me wrap this up. I'll be damned, Bob. 
get your shower. That be. I guarantee these mics pick that up. I guarantee you. All right, number ten. It's a it's a new entry. The song's called "Home" by Resist and Bite. Now you might be saying, "Arch, Resist and Bite." That's Tommy Skio from Tesla's band. Uh, you've had Afterneath on the countdown a while. Well, guess what? Number ten is Home. Number nine is Afterneath. Both from Resist and Bite. So now Home has made its way into my mix, and it's just a great song, folks. I'm telling you, get that record. Get the new Resist and Bite record. It's awesome. Number eight, I think this stays the same. That was the uh, the parchment, Iron Maiden. It's from their new album, Sinjutsu. So that, that and I played that, Bob. Yes, yes, yes. Right? That's a good one, man. Uh, number seven, Lights Up the River, Tora Tora. I'm still on a Tora Tora kick. That was on last week as well. That's from Bastards of Beale, which is their latest album, not the single, Trip the Light Fantastic. But uh, Lights Up the River is uh, from that last record that they did. Number six, and Bob will back me up on this one, uh, Black Country Communion and Cold. That keeps coming up in our mix. It keeps coming up, and we don't skip it. So I've got to add it. And that is from the second Black Country Communion album. But that song is called Cold. Number five. This is from out of nowhere. All these songs are kind of chill, but like moody and heavy. Kings and Queens from Aerosmith. This is off the uh, Draw the Line album. And I've, I've, I've been jamming on that CD in here, Bob, when you guys are all away. And that, that's still one of my all-time favorite Aerosmith songs. Kings and Queens at number five. Number four, Morning Brew from South of Eden. That's off the Talk EP. And I've got to have some form of South of Eden in this, in this countdown every week. Just some form. Because honestly, that's the band we listen to the most. When Justin's not here, because it gets kind of weird when the guy in the band is kind of hanging out with you and you want to listen to their, their music, but you can't. But there's going to be some form of either Ehob, Black Coffee, South of Eden, Tommy McCullough on bongos. It does not matter. It will make its way into the, uh, the weekly top 10 here on Garage Days. Number three is the new David Lee Roth song, Low Res Sunset. And this whole David Lee, I'm going to do a whole episode on, on, on that and him retiring. And I just, uh, low res sunset. And this came out just on, and I don't know if you say on the heels, if it's on the heels before it happened, Bob, does that, or is it after it happens on the heels? Yeah. So this was, so this is on the toes. I don't know. (laughs) Low, I know, dude. Low res sunset. It's very similar, and it's just kind of where Dave's at right now, guys. It's very similar to that "Somewhere Over the Rainbow Rainbow Bar and Grill," the song that he did last year after Eddie had passed. And yeah, I just dig it. I dig it. It's got his art. That's the video. You know, this these these pictures and paintings that that Dave's been doing. So it's it's kind of cool. So uh, low res sunset. Bob, I haven't. This is the first time Bob's been in the Hawks Nest all week. So I'll play that for you. Uh, number two, I have played this for you. Number two, check this out. Just because I'm on such a Van Halen kick with everything happening, Light in the Sky. This is one of those 77, 1977 demo songs. And I need to thank Rick Martellino. Uh, whenever I have a, a, a Van Halen question, and I, 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 I think I know my Van Halen history, Right. But when I really want to go deep, if I, if, I need, if I have a question, I always check in with, uh, I, got, I got two Ricks, Rick Martellino and, and Rick Soga. So uh, Rick Martellino, of course, of Green 13, Hot Lucy, Shock 2, which Soga is as well. 
But I, I dropped a line uh, through a text at Martellino. I said, hey, man, I've been watching this. Uh, and we kind of went back and forth with the whole, you know, Dave retiring. And just, it just it's, it's tough right now to be a Van Halen fan. It's kind of, we're a little somber uh, with the anniversary and everything. But I sent uh, Martellino a text. I said, hey, man, on that outtakes video, the 54-minute mark, uh, is that light in the sky? What What is that? Which I, I know it, but it's kind of just this whole setting with this video. Is that video amazing, Bob, when you see it put? Yeah, like that. No, they can't hear you. I don't even know why I'm asking you, Bob. But, uh, so anyway, Rick got back to me, threw some songs at me, and said, it's, it's one of these, bro. And it was. He's always right. Light in the sky. Uh, it's the 77 demo. Check it out, gang. There's nothing, there's not another Van Halen song that sounds like that, and it didn't make the cut, okay? I don't know if that was from, you know, Light Up the Sky from the Van Halen 2 album, which is a great song, and better than this, don't get me wrong, but I was like, man, couldn't they have found a different title? Couldn't they have worked something out? Because it's just, Eddie is just so strong in this kind of kind of way. He was strong in everything. Uh, number two, Light in the Sky from the 77 demos, uh, that's uh, Van Halen. And number one, is Me Wise Magic from Van Halen. And this was off the 96 Greatest Hits uh, volume. And I had kind of talked about it there with, with, with Chad Clark. So I kind of showed my hand a little bit. But those two songs, Can't Get This Stuff No More, and then Me Wise Magic, I just, are they the best Van Halen songs ever? No. But they're special because of when they came out. We didn't know that that was going to be the last time those four were going to record anything. And Me Wise Magic is just real special for me. Uh, Women in Love is my all-time favorite Van Halen song. Little Dreamer is a close second. It just depends on when you catch me, Bob. It depends on how many bush lights I've had. Me Wise Magic has really become... It, it's, just, it's, a, it's a special, special song for me, and I explained to Chad why. It was kind of cool the way he talked about why uh, that Motorhead album was special to him so that's it that's the garage days weekly top 10 uh, thanks to my guest strongman chad clark as i look ahead to the next few shows all i can see is october 29th and the flight out of ohio show a winter send-off for flight pattern bob everyone's favorite snowbird is leaving for florida bob will be gone all winter unless bob i can score us bonamassa tickets then he said and he said he he'd come back for that. <laughs> that's the only it's the only way Bob's that's the only way Bob's coming back. So that show is going to have the Knights of the Rock Table, including our honorary knight, first responder Brian Weiskittle, Green Thirteens, Anthony Clay will be performing Bob's theme song live, and we have a few other surprises lined up for Bob. Cannot wait for that. So until the next episode, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out.